This is a CBC Podcast. I'm Dr. Brian Goldman. Welcome to White Coat Blackheart, the show about medicine from all sides of the gurney. You may have heard that guys aren't health conscious. A recent study even found that many men actually take pride in putting off a visit to their doctor. Well, we've discovered a club for men that does a 180 on that. Now Wyatt is smudging now. Oh, my name's Robert. I'm a champion out here. I'm really grateful to be here this afternoon to help with the men in the group. And uh, today I'm feeling really excellent. It's a sunny day today, and we have a lot on our agenda today. So oh, I want to recognize uh, territories of Musqueam territories and a Salem Tooth and a Squamish territories, which we operate on their territory. Robert Chippeway calls a meeting of the Dudes Club Think Tank to order. It's a club by men and for men only that teaches them how to take better care of their health. Chippeway is a 54-year-old indigenous man originally from Manitoba. He joined the Dudes back in 2010 and is currently one of its leaders. This took us a long time to get it, this to where we are, but we made it in a good way and we're in this new center in a good way. You know, a lot of good things are happening, right? So, yeah, so that's, that's number, topic number one we got. speak to that, Sandy? Later on, we'll meet the doctor who created the Dudes Club and find out why he started it here on Vancouver's downtown east side, where guys live on average 15 years less than they do just a few kilometers away on the west side of the city. If the concept works here, there are lessons for men no matter where or how they live. Yeah. Since the beginning of the group, we've all done this together, right? We thought of this think tank. That's what we did together. We did it all here. We you know, the, the team didn't do it, we did it. The, the whole group is evolved around the men, us, and the team just helps us uh, to support us. <laughs> men like Dude's champion Robert Chippeway, who is HIV positive, in recovery from drug addiction and enjoying the best health he's had in years. So are most of the men seated around the table. Okay. Uh, I'm Ludwig. Um, I've been a uh, member of the Dude's Club for about two years. Um, I'm doing pretty good uh, ever since I stopped going to dialysis for the past two weeks. Uh, I feel a lot better, a lot more healthier, and I'm doing a lot more, more good until I go back to dialysis and get sick again, I guess. That's about it. Yeah, great. I'm feeling good. That includes Ludwig Skalicki, a sometime actor and self-described advocate for the poor. I have major health issues. Um, this year, had a major heart attack, was in the hospital for four days. Uh, after that, ended up having a lung operation. Then after the lung operation, I get a phone call from the hospital to come in, and I became and I ended up on dialysis. So how did you find out about the Dudes Club? Uh, totally by accident. Um, basically, my apartment is, was right above their meeting place. When I did go down there, they actually invited me in, and the way I looked at it, hey, this is a great, it's a free meal, right? And then once I started to get to know everybody, it was more of a place where a guy can chill out, feel comfortable, and actually have support. The Dudes Club actually supports me, and there's lots of events. Uh, there's football games, hockey games to go to. Um, you know, then you have the opportunity to make a few extra dollars by be either being through the Dude Squad or being a volunteer within the Kitchen Help or, or even working within the, um, whenever they have their, their major meals. So where did the health part come in? Well, the health part is, well, number one, I, it's all of a state of mind because for one thing, when you've got people supporting you, when you have no family, 
right? They become your family, right? You can walk down the street, you can sit back, chat with them, you can go with for a cup of coffee, you know, just have meetings. And it's it's great because you're, you're with a great batch of guys, you know, it's all ages. So you can actually learn things from the elder people, right? You have children, right? Single fathers and and, and their grandchildren coming in as well, right? So you have of all ages coming in. So it's more of a unity and a family. So the most important health intervention is connection. Connection, it's, it's, connection is, the, is, is the most important thing because when, you're, when you belong with an organization or a group and you feel welcome, right, you're willing to do just about anything to help and support that organization or that group of guys. Do they also give you information, do you, other lectures, do they also give you information on how to better manage your health? Well, we have um, basically people talking about um, their situations and everything else, what's been beneficial for them, what's actually worked for them. Because due to the fact of living in the downtown east side, everybody has different methods of coping with the conditions that they have to live in. You've got the black mold, you've got the holes in the floor, you've got the rots running around. You've got infestation of bed bugs, right? And then after that, you've got individuals that live on the streets because it's safer to live on the streets than certain buildings. So housing, stuff we take for granted. Exactly. Housing, connect, social connection, those are really important to health. And in fact, all the studies show they're really important to health. That's right. Where do you think you'd be health-wise without the Dudes Club? Truthfully, without the Dudes Club and everything else, I would probably be dead. That strong endorsement from Ludwig Skalicki is one of many that I heard during my visit. It's a testament to the work Ludwig has done to watch his health and music to the ears of the doctor who founded the Dudes. Hi, my name is Paul Gross. I'm a family physician and clinical faculty member at UBC. I do most of my primary care in um, HIV and men's health, and I work uh, as well in downtown Eastside in Indigenous health. Dr. Paul Gross has been taking care of men who live on the downtown east side since he was a resident at St. Paul's Hospital. In 2010, Dr. Gross saw a successful program for women that combined lunch, door prizes, and bingo with pap smears and sexual health education. There was nothing like that for men. He saw lots of men visit the drop-in center of a local HIV clinic to pick up free meds, but they didn't seem engaged in their own health. That was something Dr. Gross was determined to change. Where did the inspiration for the Dudes Club come from? Um, well, actually, it came from a meeting uh, we had in 2010 in August, uh, some early rumblings and conversations with men at Vancouver Native Health in the downtown east side about men needing a program for men because there were so many programs for women and children for lots of obvious and good reasons. Of course, men need nurturing and care and attention too. And um, so that first meeting, what, what identified, what was identified as the main issue the guys wanted to deal with was loneliness and social isolation. And that was the number one health concern that they had living in the community. How did you get 70 men to show up then? It's the street cred that our, that our guys have. So they just worked the street and worked their relationships and their um, networks and, and got 70 guys in, which told us how much desire and interest there was at that time. And this wasn't the first uh, version of a men's club anywhere that you'd seen. I gather there was a club in, uh, in L.A. Yeah, we were also inspired around the same time 
by reading about the Black Barber Shop Outreach Program, uh, which was run by a podiatrist in the African American community near LA. And um, he was screening men in the barber shops for critical illnesses, diabetes and hypertension, and trying to bring health to where the men are already hanging out. So that concept of bringing health to where men feel safe and of course, we can't expect men to just walk into doctor's offices because we don't do that, uh, or at least very few of us do. Present company included. Exactly. So, uh, so it was just a genius model to bring the health screening to where the men already hang out and to go to their space because we expect so often that patients come to our space. And that really resonated with us. So we actually had a barbershop at our meetings ever since the very beginning. You said loneliness. How did that come out? Like, did you, do you remember how the meeting went? Like, yeah, it was, it was very jocular, very kind of locker room. And then um, it became very real and very authentic. And the guys shared with the room what they were really experiencing. It's interesting in a group like that when suddenly there is such a high level of desire and, and interest um, that people can all agree in one place at the same time that they're all sharing the same suffering or the same pain. I think that was our first kind of watershed experience for Dudes Club. And so we just said, let's get together and let's keep getting together. Let's keep building the relationships. Early on, it was Gross and other physicians giving lectures on typical health topics like diabetes and prostate cancer. Gross says the dudes really took off when men started talking about their inner demons. Our three pillars have evolved over the years, but it, our first one was always to build brotherhood and solidarity. And now we kind of focus more in the language on relationships and sanctuary, because our research showed that the men who engage more effectively are finding that the thing that helps them to engage is the trust and safety that's been created in the space at Dudes Club to open up about their health issues and to say, I'm just like Joe. Joe's just like me. Let's support each other. It's okay to go to the doctor. And we tell the men, when you walk in the door, you take your armor off. That's one of our big mottos. Take your armor off at the door because we walk the streets with armor that society imposes on us, so to speak, in terms of expectations of how we are to or not to express our masculinity and our emotions, more importantly, and our spiritual side. So all of a sudden, these men had left all their armor at the door and felt it was safe for uh, one of them specifically got up and told his story of sexual abuse. And um, it was a, a major, another major watershed moment for us to say we're, we're filling now the four rings or four circle, four as aspects of the medicine wheel, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. And for that man to, to tell his story and for three or four dudes club brothers to get up and give him a hug and while he's sobbing in front of 40 men was demonstration for us that we had reached that safety. Dr. Paul Gross mentioned the medicine wheel, an aspect of indigenous medicine that refers to the four sacred plants, cedar, sage, tobacco, and sweetgrass. It also refers to the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects of health. A lot of the men who belong to the dudes come from indigenous backgrounds, so it's not surprising the medicine wheel has become one of the key pillars of the club. As time went on, Gross gathered anecdotal evidence that the Dudes Club was improving the health of its members. To justify funding from grant agencies like the Canadian Men's Health Foundation and the Movember Foundation, Gross did a qualitative study. We got some quantitative data on the program evaluation side that demonstrated 
that men who attend the club, we surveyed 150 men at the Vancouver Club over almost a year, and the men who attended more often rated their health more highly on all four dimensions of the medicine wheel compared to men who attended less often, and that indigenous men rated more highly across the spectrum, statistically significant, uh, outcomes compared to non-Indigenous men. And so the conclusion was, if we engage men to come more often, and if we focus our work in the Indigenous space and honour Indigenous practices, we'll be more successful. Hey, it's Anna Maria Tremonti, and I'm excited to tell you about my new podcast. It's called More, and I'll be talking to people you may think you already know until you hear them here. We've got a little more time to explore and to probe and even to play a little. So get ready for the likes of David Suzuki, Catherine O'Hara, Margaret Atwood, and many others. You can find more with Anna Maria Tremonti wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You're listening to White Coat Black Art. This week, how the Dudes Club is improving the health of men who live on Vancouver's downtown east side. If you want to see how much more successful these men can be with their health, look no further than two of its more accomplished members. Hi, I'm Robert Chipway. I um, represent the Vancouver Dudes Club. I'm a, I'm a champion of the Vancouver Dudes Club. Hi, my name is Richard Teague. I've been a facilitator for the Dudes Club for the last 10 years. I live in Vancouver uh, on Commercial Drive, and I love uh, the Dudes Club. They're my brothers. Today, Richard Teague and Robert Chippeway help plan and run the meetings from the Nerve Center for the Dudes, a main floor conference room of a newly built drop-in center in the downtown east side. Just after the meeting Robert ran, I had a chance to speak with Richard and him. Robert, how about you? Before the men's club, before the Dudes Club started, what was your health like? Oh, um, in the year 2000, like in right up to 2010, those years where my life was uh, in the downtown east side, I was living from um, being eviction, homelessness, and my extreme addiction of using on the street and stuff like that. Then I bottomed out, and then I um, got really sick, and uh, you know, and then I uh, decided to get clean from. And, yeah. and you're HIV positive too. Uh, yes, I am. I contracted HIV in 2009. But I'm undetectable now. I take my medication after um, um, I got I diagnosed, and and my viral load was really one million, which is not very good. And now I take three pills a day called Truvada, Ritonavir, and Vanasvir. Three pills. I take it uh, once a day, and now my viral load went undetectable, which is mean I'm very very healthy. Richard, what about you? What was your health like before the Dudes Club? Well, when I was using it, it was terrible. I was getting pneumonias, all kinds of sicknesses. But uh, after I cleaned up, my health was my biggest priority because we only get one life to live, and you want, I wanted to live as healthy as I could. And I found out the four key ingredients to a healthy life, proper nutrition, some type of regular exercise, Lots of rest and have a positive attitude about life. Going to every meeting? Oh, yeah. Well, unless I was sick. Dr. Paul Gross was there at the beginning. Yes. What, did, what did he talk about in the beginning? The whole reason the Dudes Club started is we found at Vancouver Native Health, we were, we were finding a lot of guys sitting in the corner all by themselves. And for anybody that knows human nature, when you sit by yourself, you get, you get withdrawn. You don't want to talk to money, you don't feel safe, you don't feel secure. 
And what we found, when guys get so lonely and they feel there's no other place for them, they commit suicide. So we have, that happened a few times, so that's why we really wanted to start the Dudes Club, to give these people a safe place to meet, give them something to do, give them a good meal, and the doctor will come and talk about health topics. That's the whole purpose of starting the Dudes Club. And for the, anybody, any men in the downtown east side, on the street, it's a little different game. It's dog-eat-dog, dog, you know, every man for himself. But at the Dudes Club, we call it dropping your armor at the door. Let, let your, your, your guard down and, and just, be, just be a man. You know, and what, it, what is important to be a man? Talking with each other, supporting each other. That's what all of our volunteers do. They help make the food and they run the group and stuff, so... Robert, uh, uh, I don't know if, if Dr. Gross, Dr. Paul is telling tales, but he said you were one of those guys who kind of uh, sat in the corner alone by yourself. I did, yes. For the first uh, several years of the Dude's Club in early 2010, before I got clean and sober, I was one of the guys in, in the corner. I, was, I would go over there because I would, there was a meal and uh, play bingo and I might win $10, right? But then uh, during the meal, I really got interested in Dr. Paul's messages about men's health because I was, I was uh, HIV positive and I had some alcohol-related issues going on in my body. Those are the barriers that I had overcome since I got clean and sober. So what got you to get up and tell your story? Because I gather that was a big moment for you. Yeah, um, I wanted to share my story. I learned the story, um, how to share my story in being in the program of Alcoholics Anonymous and, and Narcotics Anonymous that gave me a foundation of uh, what my disease is, right? And they call it you know, addiction. Do you remember what you got up and talked about? Um, uh, just that I was a, uh, HIV positive and that, that was a big thing I talked about and just some um, share the men that you know I'm um, I was really proud of I think I had one year clean sober I, you know I said hi guys I'm Bob and I'm you know and I'm an alcoholic and I wanted to share this with you I'm a one year clean and sober just an announcement right in the to the whole group and everybody went yay right that's how the men reacted yeah that's how the men reacted how'd awesome. you feel with that I felt awesome I felt awesome have they become have the dudes become like your family they are. They are my extended family. And uh, it's just a great feeling in the world because everybody needs a purpose in their life. And the Dues Club and an HIV support group, that's my purpose is to help my community. And that's what gets me up and keeps me motivated. Where do you think your guys would be health-wise if it weren't for the Dudes Club? I think what the Dudes Club uh, has made me more aware of how important your health is. Every human being should be looking at that. Because, you know, without your health... You got nothing. You wake up in the morning and you're not feeling good. What does your day look like? It turns to shit. You don't want to go anywhere. You don't want to leave home. I think that what the Dudes Club has done for me is, is made me more aware of how important self-care is. Going to see your doctor, taking your medication, eating good food. Because without that, I'd end up back where I was when I was using. Sick all the time, never eating, never cleaning myself. It's terrible, so it's just made me more aware of how important my health is. You're listening to White Coat Black Art. This week, how the Dudes Club is improving the health of men who live on Vancouver's downtown east side. The program is so successful, they're taking the concept to remote indigenous communities in BC's far north. There's one man who thinks the lessons of the Dudes Club to be taught to men from all backgrounds. Hi, my name is uh, Larry Goldenberg. 
I'm a urologist here at, uh, in Vancouver at uh, the University of British Columbia and Vancouver General Hospital, professor at, the, at UBC. Dr. Goldenberg also chairs the board of the Canadian Men's Health Foundation, which has provided funding to the Dudes Club. The foundation's mission is to inspire Canadian men to live healthier lives. Its website states that 72% of Canadian men live unhealthy lifestyles, something Dr. Goldenberg says the foundation is determined to change. I spoke with him in Vancouver. So why do men neglect their health? Well, you know, uh, in ancient times we were hunters and gatherers, and I think that's built into our, into our brains. We're out there to, to hunt and gather and to fight each other and, and to keep our armor on, as, as Dr. Gross comments on. I think today's man is a little bit different. I think men are becoming a little bit more aware that they are not invincible and that they have to look after themselves if they want to look after their families. Um, we've done some research, very interesting research, that's looked at the impact of men, fathers, on their children. And it's fascinating that, uh, for example, a man who has poor eating habits has more impact on their children, resulting in obese children, than a mother having poor eating habits. Don't understand why, but that's a fact. You know, it's interesting, the hunter-gatherer uh, uh, metaphor, because, um, you know, that takes me back to the alpha male. And, and, and the alpha male can't look weak. And, and I think somewhere men have this, this attitude that if they admit that they have an illness, that they look weak and that they're going to be knocked off by the, by, by, by the, by the pack. Yeah, you know, the, the other thing about all of this is, is emotionally... Men have to be strong, you know, but men can cry and men do cry. And I think men are now admitting that they have feelings. They are lonely. The Dudes Club is a great example. When I first attended the Men's Health Fair in 2012, I think was the first fair that I went to, you know, Paul Gross invited me to come and, and uh, provide some urological evaluations of these men. And what struck me in talking to these men is that they were lonely. They were uh, separated from their societies, from their cultures, their families, their language, and they were just lonely, and that was a big part of it. As a urologist, I had the opportunity to address some of their uh, masculinity issues. Doing rectal exams on them to examine their prostates was not easy in several of these men because of their experiences in younger years. I mean, you know, they, they didn't want another man coming close to their back end with a finger. They, and it took some time. I was actually able to uh, identify two men who had nodules in their prostate that turned out to be cancerous. And so I thought that was worth the whole effort. I didn't need to do anything more. I probably saved those two guys from developing advanced disease that would have gone unnoticed over the coming years. So I think it's important to educate men, to make them aware that they're not invincible. They were, we are all vulnerable both to mental and physical illnesses and uh, to see what we can do to prevent those things from happening. Were you surprised by the results that he got? No. As a physician, one-on-one, -on -one, just talking to them, I realized that uh, this, there's great need for this, and I hope that it expands well beyond British Columbia. It should be across the, across the nation. Thank you for speaking with me. You're welcome. My visit to the Dudes Club was almost over. I had a strong sense of the impact that its founder, Dr. Paul Gross, has had on the dudes. There was one last thing I wanted to ask Dr. Gross. 
what's one thing the dudes have taught you about managing your own health? <laughs> um, you know, one of the, yeah, a couple of things. Um, one of the things is I, I said, you know, um, we can't just talk the talk. So um, uh, I, pr I kind of encourage uh, some of my friends and similar cohort to, you know, get go to the lab, get your blood work done. So, you know, I, it's not like most men in their, you know, 30s and early 40s and building a family and whatever it's going to be, you'll, you'll go for life insurance and that'll be the only time you get blood work done in a life insurance screening medical and not do blood work again or any kind of testing until you're 50 or more. And so I said, no, I'm going to go. So every two, three years or, you know, whatever, it seems sensible, I go. And I, and, but I think more, more relevant, I have, uh, I have no trouble sharing that I do go to a psychologist from time to time to share what, what I'm dealing with and that I think it's very healthy to do that. I've, you know, we've just had a, a young family over the past decade. I'm a busy doctor and was doing research and it was getting heavy for, a, and it still is sometimes. And, um, and we encourage the men to do that in our setting. So why wouldn't I do it if I feel the need to do it? And Reaching out to a professional is one way to do that, and there's other ways. So I would open up to dear friends about how I'm feeling and what I'm dealing with, and of course with my, with my dear wife Carolyn and my mother and sister and family members and say, you know, I do need help. I am going through a tough time or whatever it is, you know. And so, yes, I had to, I had to tell those stories of, uh, of health-seeking behaviors myself. And guy. taking off the armor. It sounds like what you're, that's what you're talking about. You take off your own armor, too. Yeah, absolutely. I know when I'm wearing it, that's for sure. But I know when it's time to take it off. Thank you for speaking with me. Thank you, Brian. Thank you very much. So taking care of your health begins with taking the risk to be vulnerable. It's a lesson that all men need to learn including me. That's our show for this week. If you'd like to comment, write to us at cbc.ca slash whitecoat. Our email address is whitecoat at cbc.ca. I'm on Twitter at NightShiftMD, and the show is at CBC Whitecoat. We're also on Facebook. If you log on to our website, you can find Duncan McHugh's story about the Dudes Club and a link to the recent cross-country checkup program on men's health. If you've missed any of our programs, you can catch up by subscribing to our podcast at iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us on the CBC Listen app. And if you're looking for the latest in health news and analysis, subscribe to Second Opinion, the weekly newsletter from CBC's health unit at subscriptions.cbc.ca. This week's show was produced by Jeff Goods with help from Sujata Berry, digital producer Ruby Buiza, and the rest of our digital team. Our senior producer is Donna Dingwall. That's medicine from my side of the gurney. I'm Brian Goldman. See you next week. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.